0: the same.
1: the name of the Lord in this house this, this evening. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and exceedingly glad. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast unto the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be made glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Amen. Good to see each of you That my father's children on this evening for our our midweek Bible study. Praise God that uh, he's allowed us to come together once again, one more time. He's allowed us to gather together one more time, and it's good to see each of you uh, gathering with us. I want you to go ahead and like this and share this on your timeline. Share it with your neighbor and your friend. Go ahead and let them know that you are watching K-Chapel live right now as we enter into our time of, of of study of God's word. And you want the, your friends and your neighbors and, and and even your enemies to join in with you. Amen. This is going to be a good study on tonight. I pray that all of our studies are good studies, but I feel real good about this one on tonight. So go ahead and let your, your friends and your neighbors know uh, that it's time to get into the word on tonight. Why don't we see who we got in the house tonight, T.A.? Say hey to T.A., by the way. T.A. is always working behind the scenes, making sure we have good uh, a Good uh, broadcast. And so y'all, y'all say hello to T.A. Sister Green, God bless you. Good to see you, Sister Green. She made it through 28 days of fasting and prayer. And that's kind of what I want to talk about this evening. These 28 days, if anybody else made it, can you just say, I made it. I made it. If you were praying and fasting with us over these 28 days, can you just put in the timeline, I made it. I made it. Betty Palmer, God bless you. Good to see you, Sister Palmer. Faith Foster is with us. God bless you. Good to see you, Sister Foster. Linda Stewart is with us. Amen. Good to see you, Sister Stewart. Johnny Gray. Good to see you, Sister Gray. God bless you. Good to have you with us on this evening. Cecilia Bass, CC. How you doing over there? God bless you. Good to see you, Sister Sanders. Shirley Sanders is with us. God bless you. Good to see you, Sister Sanders. Amen. Terry Harris is with us. God bless you, Sister Harris. It's gonna. Be, um, uh, uh, yeah, Sister Linda. Listen, let me. Sister Linda Wilson over in. Birmingham in Alabama is with us. Listen, keep that up for just a minute because I want to say something about that. Um, You know, we have two Linda Wilsons now. There's our new Linda Wilson, uh, who is our distant member. uh, But then we also have Linda Wilson, who's been with us for a number of years, um, who's who's a deaconess. I want to say this because I just got word this evening that that sister Wilson, who is the deaconess, not the one who you see up right now, but the one who is a deaconess. Uh, There's going to be a a segment on NBC News um, on the Today Show on Friday, March 3rd, during the 8 o'clock hour central time, the 8 o'clock hour central time, and the segment is on Sister Wilson and her sister. You remember, they are twins, and from what I'm told, they are the oldest living conjoined twins on record. The oldest living conjoined twins on record. And so Sister Wilson is right here with us at K Chapel. They're going to be again uh this this Friday, March 3rd on the Today Show uh at 8 a.m. Central. Uh and so y'all, y'all go ahead and make sure you all tune in uh to the to the today show because we have history right here among us. One of the two, one of the uh twins uh is is one of our own. And so again. Uh, the segment is the Today Show this Friday, March 3rd during the 8 o'clock hour Central Standard Time. Uh, the segment is centered on on these two twin sisters being the oldest living conjoined twins on record, Amen, Amen. God bless you. God bless you, K. Chapel, K. Chapel. God bless you. Represent K. Chapel. God bless you. I'm sorry. Who else do we have on? Shelby Moore. God bless you. Good to see you, Sister Moore. Otis Roach is with us on this evening. God bless you, Brother Roach. Dolores Curry, Mother Curry. Good to see you this evening. Amen. Sheila Lyons. Hello, Sheila. God bless you. Good to see you with us the Clark is with us, amen. God bless you, good to see you. Sharon Turner-Davis, blessed, you made it. That's right, I, I see some people putting in there, I made it, I made it, I made it. Francis Moody, amen, God bless you. Good to see you, Barbara Heard. good to see you. She made it, Barbara Heard made it, Cece made it, amen. Amen, who else made it? Shirley Owens, I made it, God bless you, I made it. 28 days, amen, of prayer and fasting came to an end on yesterday. Uh, this is the first uh, of March, March 1st. And so we're glad uh, that the Lord saw us through the last 28 days together. I pray that it's been uh, an enriching time for you. I pray that it's been a restorative time for you. That's what uh, the theme was, restored, restoration. And then we're going to talk about hopefully what also uh, this is done. This is done for you. These 28 days of prayer and fasting. Amen. Good to see y'all. Y'all are coming in the room. Come on in the room. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Listen. Um, so listen, why don't we go ahead and oh, well, I'll tell you what, tell you what, do a couple of things. Um, uh, you probably already saw on the uh, announcements uh, that we're continuing with our Walton book drive. I uh, want to remind you that you can sponsor a student at Walton Elementary School for $20. For $20, you can make sure that one student gets two books on their summer reading uh, list uh, for this summer. And so $20 will sponsor one student. We want to make sure that all of the students uh, at Walton Elementary School get sponsored this year. Uh, so please go on the K-Chapel app or go to the uh, website website. Uh, you will see how to make your donation. Twenty dollars—that's all it is. Twenty dollars will sponsor one student, and you will make sure that that each, that each student at Walton Elementary School gets at least two books on their summer reading uh, uh, list for this summer. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, let's go ahead and get uh get our prayer in. I made it, and the sparkling juice was good today. <laughs> sister Barbara had not. I see you, sister. Had not. God bless you. God bless you. Wait a minute. I see something. Yes, Mother Susie Christian will turn 97 years of age on tomorrow. Y'all drop a happy birthday in to Mother Christian. Mother Christian, amen. God bless you. 97 years of age. God bless you. We got to get over there and say sing happy birthday to Mother Christian. Amen. God bless you. So y'all wish Mother Christian a happy birthday. 97 years of age on tomorrow. Give her a call tomorrow. Let her know that you're thinking about it. God bless you, Mother Christian. We wish you a happy birthday. 97 years young. Amen. God bless you. Listen, let's pray. Father in heaven, we bless you. We thank you on tonight. We thank you and bless you for who you are, for all the awesome things that you do and that you make available to us. God, we pray now your blessings upon this time together in your word. We pray, oh God, that you you give us insight, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge uh, that this word would be planted deep within the soil of our hearts, oh God, and that uh, from that planting, uh, great fruit will be produced within our lives. We pray, oh God, uh, that the fruit of the spirit would be evident in our walk, in our talk, in our attitude, and our actions, oh God. Uh, We bless you. We love you and we adore you. We ask these things to be done in the mighty and master's name of of Jesus, who is our Lord, our Savior and our Christ. We do say amen and amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. All right. Listen, let's jump into this word on tonight. I see you all still dropping in on the timeline. I made it. I'm so glad that you did. So glad that you made it. So glad that uh, the 28 days of prayer uh, and fasting, I pray, uh, was a time of of spiritual restoration. I pray that it was a time that the Lord God poured into you that which uh, perhaps life had drained out of you. I pray that it was a time that the spirit of God replenished, revived, renewed, Um, I pray that it was also a time for us to think about how we might, as the people of God, engage in being vessels of restoration for our city. Remember one of the weeks, I think it was week three, was Restore My City. So how might we be engaged in the restorative work of Jackson? Beyond the 28 days of prayer, and fasting being something that is restorative to us, I pray that that these twenty-eight days have also have also done that which prayer and fasting uh, is really known to do. Right? We think about prayer and fasting uh, when when Jesus um, uh, heals. Uh, the 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 boy that the father brings to the disciples and he says I brought him to your disciples he couldn't do anything and, and if you can do anything have mercy on us Jesus in fact heals the boy um and and when the disciples ask Jesus why couldn't we do this he says this kind cometh not but by prayer and fasting and so we think about prayer and fasting as as the kind of of spiritual Uh, twin uh, wonder powers uh, that activate and unlock the, the, the blessings of God into our lives. And that's fair. But more than that, more than that, I believe that prayer and fasting is really a tool that unlocks our ability to be spiritually discerning prayer and fasting should really make us sensitive in ways that perhaps our spirits have been dulled over time prayer and fasting let me say it another way prayer and fasting ought to open your spiritual eyes and open your spiritual ears prayer and fasting Ought to get you in tune, in touch, and aligned with the spirit and with the things of God. Prayer and fasting are to open your ears and open your eyes to what's been right in front of you all along. So aside from, aside from, Aside from restoration, yes, thank God for it. Aside from uh, the, the Lord doing miraculous things in our lives, yes, thank God for it. Prayer and fasting ought to help you, watch this, on the daily. It ought to help you daily be more spiritually discerning in your daily activities, in your daily walk with God. Prayer and fasting ought to sharpen you sharpen your vision sharpen your hearing so that you see and you hear clearly what the spirit of god is saying to you okay okay um um all right matthew 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 and i, I i've got this in, in our notes TA, matthew three thirteen, 13 matthew 13 and 9 Matthew 13 and 9, Jesus in the in the scriptures before this, verses 1 through 9, he's given a parable. It's the parable of the sower and the soils, right? And he talks about the farmer coming in and sowing seed and some of it falling on the different types of soil. You remember some fell on thorny ground, some on stony ground. You're, y'all remember that, don't you? Come on, Bible readers. I, I know y'all remember that parable. Um, Jesus is then... Asked about the meaning of that parable, what does this mean? And then he goes through the meaning of the parable. Right? He goes through what that parable means, so that so the disciples have not just heard a great story that they can retell and it, and they sound real good, but but that they would leave that instructional moment with understanding. And Jesus says in Matthew 13 and nine, who have ears to hear, let him hear. Who has ears to hear, let him hear, right? Fasting y'all, prayer and fasting should help to open our ears so that we hear the nuggets of truth that Jesus by his spirit is dropping into our, our into the soil of our hearts. When, 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 when God through his spirit is dropping seed into the soil of our hearts, he who has ears, right? Our ears ought to be sensitive enough to hear what God is saying so that the enemy does not come by and steal the seed out of our hearts. So that the weeds don't choke it out, so that they don't have like, so they doesn't have life and room and light to grow, right? He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Another time, Jesus, Jesus is teaching over in Mark seven and sixteen. Jesus is teaching about um, that which defiles a man, and he's talking to, he's talking to the religious folk. He said, hey, "Listen, y'all are always concerned about the outside." of a thing. It's not the outside that you ought to be concerned about. It's the inside that defiles a man. Right? And and it's in Mark 7 and 16, he says it again if any man have ears to hear, let him hear. Let him hear. And it 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 it, here's what I need you to understand, y'all. Religious people, religious people are not always spiritually sensitive people. Jesus is talking to religious folk and saying, you can't even hear me. I'm telling you, Jesus says, I'm telling you that you're concerned about the wrong stuff. You're putting emphasis and energy on the wrong thing. And even though you're religious, you still can't hear me. And that is why, my brothers and sisters, it is never about your religion. It's about your relationship. It is not your religion that's going to make you right with God. It's your relationship. It says, he who has ears, let him hear. It says, I'm, I'm dropping these seeds. I'm dropping this nugget. I'm dropping this knowledge. I'm giving you this wisdom. And, and and if you have the ears, you will be able to discern what I'm saying to you. Here's what I need you to understand, folks. Prayer and fasting are tools that open our eyes and that open our ears so that we are spiritually discerning and sensitive to what God is saying to us through his Holy Spirit. And so, more than restoration, more than miraculous power, my prayer for you is that right now, hear me, is that right now, after these 28 days of you going without some stuff, of you putting some, pushing some stuff away, right? And saying no to some things and then making room for the spirit of God, making room for the things of God, my prayer is that right now you're at a place where your spiritual sensitivity is heightened, where you can see more clearly, you can hear more clearly exactly what God wants for you, wants from you, and wants to give to you. Yeah, yeah, I told y'all this is gonna be good. Listen, after 28 days of prayer and fasting, you ought to be able to see some things more clearly than you saw them before. After 28 days of prayer and fasting, you ought to be able to hear the voice of God more distinctly than you heard him before. After 28 days of prayer and fasting, your spirit man, your spirit woman ought to be so so spiritually sensitive that stuff, watch this, stuff that used to deceive you does not deceive you anymore. Stuff that you thought you needed, you ought to be able to see right now, I don't need that. I've been I've been thinking that this was Serving me well. Now I see that actually has been burdening me. That actually has been a weight for me. That actually has not served me well. And here's the beauty. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that this prayer and fasting should have done for you. It should have opened our eyes to where and how we have been being deceived. Are are y'all with me? Y'all fixing to make me preach up in here. It should have opened our eyes to how and where we have been being deceived. Because hear me. Listen, y'all. Why is prayer and fasting so hard? Why is fasting so hard for us? Because the devil knows. The devil knows that if you ever get this part right, that you will be able to see where you have been deceived. If if you ever get this part right, you will be able to hear stuff that you've been listening to with new ears. You'll, You'll see stuff that you've been watching with new eyes and suddenly the deception of the devil will be made clear can y'all feel my energy right now i mean i'm really hyped up about this because because listen that is the role and the goal of the devil to deceive it's been his game from the beginning that's been his that's been his objective from the beginning the devil is a deceiver. Genesis 3 and 5. Genesis 3 and 5. Uh, th- this is where the devil is 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 as a serpent in the Garden of Eden. Y'all know what happened. Came to Eve. Said, did the Lord really say y'all shouldn't eat of this? Y'all remember? Did he really say that? Did, did you get it right, Eve? Did, did you really hear him right? And, 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 and Eve got to looking at that forbidden fruit and, 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 and well, look, let, let's just read it. I'm sorry. Instead of me telling the story, let's just read it. Genesis 3 and 5. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. That's what the serpent says to Eve. Verse 6. The devil has been deceiving from the beginning, making stuff that's not good look good, making stuff that's not good for you look good to you. Mm. My God, that's that's been his thing from the beginning to make stuff. Watch this. That's not good for you. Look good to you. And how many of y'all know he still does that today? He makes things that are not good for you, watch this, sound good to you. He deceives your eyes. He deceives your ears, right? And suddenly stuff that's not right, that's not good, that's not holy, that's not just, stuff that is evil and wicked and unrighteous, all of that suddenly doesn't look so bad. Doesn't sound so bad. And actually might be kinda good. That's what the devil does. That's what the devil does. Yeah, that that that's what the devil does. He puts he puts things. Let me see, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Had to check that one then have to check that one <laughs> um but look yeah so he he takes things he takes things that are not good for you and makes them look good to you and he's been doing it he's been doing it from the very beginning he's been doing it from the very beginning um here here's some more scripture to let you know that deception Is a trick of the enemy. Second Corinthians 11 and 14. Second Corinthians 11 and 14 says, No wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. He disguises himself as an angel of light. That's what his trick, that's what he does. He makes himself not good, look good. And I wonder how many things. Has the devil convinced you that's not good for you that is that it's okay to it's it's okay it's okay you can it's okay I Told y'all it's gonna get real tonight here it is here it is revelation 12 and 9 Revelation, and this this is just the devil, y'all. This is just what the devil does. Revelation 12 and nine says, and the great dragon was thrown down, the serpent of old who is called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth and his angels were thrown down with him. That's, that's what the devil does. His whole game is deception. That's his game to deceive, to, to mask to make something not good look okay. To call something that's not good appear to be okay. And he deceives the whole world by doing it. Fasting and prayer should make us sensitive To how the devil has been deceiving. Where the devil has been deceiving. What the devil has been causing. That which is not good for us to look good to us. I'm going to let that sit in for just a second. because, Because prayer and fasting ain't just about you getting your miracle and your breakthrough. Prayer and fasting is about you Getting in tune and in touch with the Spirit of God so that you can discern better where God is and where the enemy is. What's of God and what's of the devil. And and there's no obfuscation of that. There's no, there's no there's no question about it. There, there are no gray areas. This is no, this is bad. I need to stay away from it. This is good. I need to lean into it. And here's the thing. Here's another thing that the devil does y'all the devil will cause you to think that it's something wrong with you judging bad and good. Yeah, devil cause you to make you think that it's something wrong with you deciding No, that's that's not good. And labeling it, labeling it, labeling it as such. Yeah. But I'm sorry. Prayer and fasting will will put you in the place where where you got to decide. Nope. No, 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 no. I I can see clearly now. (laughs) I can hear clearly now. What the spirit of God has been saying to me about these things that I have allowed to disrupt my fellowship with God. These things that I've allowed to distract me from the ways of God. These things that have crept into my life that I've allowed to take me off course with the word of God. Are y'all hearing me tonight? So there's the deception of the devil. How am I doing on time? There's a the deception of the devil. But then watch this, y'all. Watch this, y'all. There's the deception that not only comes from the devil himself, but from the people of the devil, <laughs> devilish folk, right? Matthew 24 and 24, Jesus says like this, for false Christs and false prophets will arise and will show great signs and wonders so as to mislead, if possible, even the elect. These, these are the false false prophets false preachers false christ he said that and 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 they will come about watch he says and they will show you signs and wonders that if you aren't careful if you are if your eyes are not spiritually open if your ears are not spiritually open you'll just assume that that's of god And prayer and fasting will open your eyes, watch this, to folk who have been deceiving you. I feel an anointing in this office tonight, y'all. Prayer and fasting will open your eyes to people who have been deceiving you. To preachers who have been deceiving you. To leaders who have been deceiving you. My God, my God. 2 Timothy 3 and 13. 2 Timothy 3 and 13 says, but evil men and imposters will proceed from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. Paul talks about the same thing, evil men, imposters going from bad to worse, deceiving and themselves being deceived. Watch this, because one of the things about, one of the things about false prophets is, Uh, A lot of them think that they're right. A lot of them think that they're doing God's work, God's bidding, God's preaching God's word. And they're deceiving while they themselves are being deceived. Last one here, deception of people. My God, I feel my help in here. Da, 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 da. second peter here we go second peter chapter two second peter chapter two verses one through three but false prophets also arose among the people just as there will also be false teachers among you who will secretly introduce destructive heresies even denying the master who bought them bringing swift destruction upon themselves many will follow their sensuality mm. And because of them, the way of truth will be maligned. And in their greed, they will exploit you with false words. Their judgment from long ago is not idle and their destruction is not asleep. Peter's trying to warn, warn the church that there are false teachers who will will come among the saints of God as 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 wolves in sheep clothing right and and watch this i i, lo- I love the language of this of this translation it says many will follow their sensuality not sexuality sensuality in, in other words in other words uh, they're gonna be real smooth they, they're gonna be smooth talkers they're gonna be charismatic they're gonna be able to to say it in a way like you never heard it before real sensual J- just just words dripping and 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 it sounds good and how could something how could something sound so good and be so wrong it couldn't be right but that's what the devil does and these are the people whom the devil uses to do his bidding But prayer and fasting is supposed to open your eyes and open your ears so that you hear, you see, and you discern properly. And you are not so easily fooled. Just because it sounds good don't mean it is. Just because they can say it don't mean it's true. Good God Almighty. So, so you got to watch the deception of the devil. You got to be aware of the deception of people. But then, thirdly, third third thing I want to present to you is the deception of activities. The deception of activities. You say, "Now, Reverend, I was with you. I was with you with, with 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 folk and and preachers, because I always thought that." You know, preachers would say anything and everything just to just to bless themselves. That's how some of y'all think. I know. But 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 here's the thing about deception of activities, because here here is what I know for sure. Here is what I know for sure. It is easy for us. To make allowances. For what we like. I'm going to let that sink in for a minute. I'm going to let that sink in for a minute. I'm going to say it again because some of you missed it. It's easy for us to make allowances for what we like. And that which we like, will figure out a way to make it okay. And I wanna suggest to you that in each of our lives, if we are not careful, we can engage in some activities that have deceived us. I told, I told you 20 minutes ago to share this with your neighbor. I told you it was going to be good. I told you 20 minutes ago to go ahead and share it. And now you're just now saying, it's no, nah, it's been good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen, in all of our lives, if we are not careful, there's some things that we like that this flesh of ours enjoys. And if we are not careful, can become deceptive and we will begin to to make allowances for that which is not good for us here we go here we go hebrews hebrews chapter 12 are y'all with me are y'all with me Hebrews chapter 12, verse one, here it is. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Here it is, y'all. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us writer of hebrews said listen you've got a great cheering section in heaven that is rooting for you to win they're calling your name in heaven saying run win go get it right there Compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, he said, and because you got this great cloud of witnesses who are cheering you on, who are wanting you to win, who are wanting you to be successful in life and successful in the things of God and 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 all that God has for you, the, the writer says because they 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 want you to win and 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 run your work, race well, here's what you got to do: lay aside every weight and sin that so watch this, easily besets you. Now, here's what he's saying. You cannot run a race well with leg weights on. They're great for training. They're terrible for racing. You, You might wear leg weights when you're training, and they may serve a purpose then. But when it's time to run the race, you need to lay aside the weights. You need to lay aside the sin. Cause you can't run a race well weighed down. Now here's 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 what I want you to zero in on, y'all. Most of us do a pretty good job at identifying. The sins. What gets us. You get it. You get it. You already already know. What deceives us. Are the weights. Because the weights. Are not clearly identified in scripture. As sin. And so because. It does not say thou shalt not. Then we begin to make allowances for weights that are not sins, but yet they keep us from running our best race. Am I helping anybody tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and here is where prayer and fasting come in. Prayer and fasting should open your eyes to what you've been making allowances for, the weights that are not sins, but they certainly have contributed to you not being your best self, to you not living your best life. see here here's here's where the prayer comes in lord show me my weights open my eyes to what's been weighing me down see 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 because i've been doing without some stuff for 28 days now and lord if if i don't need to let that back into my life lord show me the weight mm. lord if i don't if, if I've been going without this for 28 days or if I've been, been avoiding this person or this type of conversation or these type of behavior for 28 days, and, and Lord, I recognize that, that 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 has been a weight in my life, that this that relationship has been a weight in my life. That conversation has been a weight in my life. It's not a sin, but it's sure been a weight. Lord, open my eyes to the weights that have so easily beset me, that have so easily been, I've made room for so easily in my life, things that I've so easily made allowances for in my life. Lord, show me my weights. Are you with me? Oh man. Yeah, somebody said it. Show me my weights. Show, show me my weights. Show me my weights. Um, 1 Corinthians 10. 1 Corinthians 10. 1 Corinthians 10. Paul, Paul helps us here. He said, because I know some of you are already thinking, well, wait a minute, Reverend. I mean, you you're getting all up in my business right now. And I have this pretty well mapped out about my activities and what, what I could do and what the Bible tells me not to do and how I was gonna live my life and now you're messing with me. No, I'm not messing with you. 28 days of messing with you. The Spirit of God is messing with you. Holy Spirit is messing with you. Here it is, 1 Corinthians 10, 21. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. Here it is. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than him? Verse 23, all things, here it is, watch it. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. Paul Paul says, listen. Listen, let's be clear. Let's be clear. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, right? Do all things, uh, whatever you do, do it unto the glory of God, right? He says, but be clear. Everything that you can do doesn't mean you should do. All things are lawful for me but everything is not helpful to me. And just because I can do it, doesn't mean I should do it. Just because I can listen to this music does not mean I should listen to this music. Just because I can watch that doesn't mean I should watch it. All things are lawful, but everything is not expedient. What this is saying is, listen, I've got to be careful about my activities. Because if I'm not careful, that which is lawful will become a weight and eventually a sin. Said just yeah, it's lawful. But you got to ask yourself the question: is it helpful? In in this passage, Paul is talking about the eating of meats that have been sacrificed under idols. And you got to read that passage. That's a great, that's a great, great passage uh, to deal with this whole idea of, of, of seeing um, and, and discernment. Really, it's a great, great, great teaching there. Um, But, but what Paul comes to the conclusion of is that, listen, um, that that which god prohibits in his word you should absolutely refrain from that which there is some discussion or debate you must absolutely be convinced convinced and convicted in your own spirit later on he talks about not being judged by another person right but because whatever a man does not in faith he does it is seen unto him if he does not do it in faith right but but he also says and i think it's in the same chapter actually where he says um um that 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 if yeah because he's talking about if things have been set in front of if you've been invited to a dinner um um, to eat what has been set in front of you, but if someone at the dinner says, "Hey, this was offered unto an idol," that you should refrain from that, not because it's a sin, but because for that person it's a problem. And it's a great teaching, y'all. This is a great time. In fact, I'm gonna teach on this at some point this year. But it's a great teaching about about how we have liberty in christ to do lots of things but our love for our fellow man keeps us from refraining keeps us from doing that which we have the right to do because we love our brother and our sister and for them it's an offense even though i have the right to do it because they are offended by it my love from them causing me to refrain from what I know I have the right to do. That's a whole other teaching, y'all. But it's, it's in that text, too. But here, what, what Paul is saying is, listen, all things are lawful to me, but all things are not expedient. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. Okay? So he, he, here, here's where I'm going to end on. I'm end on these few scriptures. Because here is where I, I hope that that, that 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 the last 28 days have gotten us to this point where our eyes are open, where our ears are open, where our spirits are open so that we can be sharp in discerning what's in our lives, what we allow in our lives and if in fact, we should remove some stuff. If, if, watch this, let me say it like this. If we need to let some stuff back in, since you've been fasting for 28 days, do you need to pick some stuff back up since you've been fasting for 28 days? Do you need to make room for it in your life again? Right? Or is God saying to you, you know what? Why don't you just leave that alone for good? You you operate better without that in your life. You live better without that in your life, in your space. You are better without that being attached to you. Prayer of discernment. So, you know, I've got nine minutes, so here we go. You know, Solomon um, um, prayed for um, wisdom. First Kings three and seven says, And now, O Lord, my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David, my father. And I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. Thy servant is in the midst of thy people which thou hast chosen a great people that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people that I may discern between good and bad for who is able to judge this thy so great a people and the speech pleased the lord that solomon had asked this thing and god said unto him because thou hast asked this thing and has, and has not asked For thyself long life, neither has asked riches for thyself, nor has asked the life of thine enemies, but has asked for thyself understanding to discern judgment. Behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart. Solomon asked, watch this, y'all. Solomon asked to be able to discern what was bad and what was good what was wrong and what was right, what was evil and what was good, right? And that pleased God. It pleased God that of everything Solomon could have asked for, that he asked for the ability to discern, to see things as they were, to see people for who they are. That needs to be your prayer right now. Lord, show me. Show me who people are in my life. Show me, watch this, what things are and what things have served me or have disserved me. What are the things in my life that have been of service to me? What are the things in my life that have been of disservice to me? stuff that I like, but I should not allow because it doesn't serve me well. Whether it's music of some type or or whether it's movies of some type or whether it's activity or whether it's food or drink of some type or, or whether it's company that I keep of some type, whatever it is, what is the thing? What is the activity? What is the behavior? What is the what is the stuff that I've allowed in my life that just does not serve me well? Give me a spirit of discernment. Spirit of discernment. Oh, boy. First um, Corinthians two and nine. First Corinthians two and nine. Paul says this, but as it is written, eye is not seen, ear has not heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of word, but the spirit which is of God, that we may know the things that are freely given to us of God. Hmm. What is it saying? It's saying, listen, again, prayer and fasting should have awakened and quickened your spirit so that your spirit receives from his spirit. Prayer and fasting should have awakened and quickened your spirit so that your spirit hears and receives from his spirit. Lord, show me what is of you. Show me what you want for me show me what I've allowed for myself that is not good for me show me where the devil has deceived me into thinking that this is good and this is okay and 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 these things are okay and this position is okay or or these 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 things that I support or or this 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 this, this movement that I'm a part of or this group that I've whatever it is that that is not good for me that has been good to me. alright alright let me let me end on this let me end, let me end, let me end on this this passage I'm done because I'm out of time 1st Corinthians 10 and let's just skip down to yeah let's just skip down to verse 31 let's just skip down to verse 31 uh, what I want you to do is I want you to read verses 24 through actually the whole chapter 1st Corinthians 10 uh, but but I was looking at verses 24 through 31 um, uh, but but I want to end on that verse, verse 31. What, whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. Whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. At the end of the day, folks, at the end of the day, whatever activity, whatever behavior you have allowed yourself to participate and partake of, the question you must ask yourself is, Does this bring glory to God? End of discussion. You don't have to ask, is it a sin? That's not even a question now. The question is, does God get glory out of it? Can I glorify God in it? Do I glorify God through it? You've been praying and fasting for 28 days. Some of you have been praying for a breakthrough and perhaps the breakthrough is breaking through some of you, some of what you have allowed, some of what you like that you've made room for that is actually weighing you down. Perhaps the breakthrough Is through you, Amen. We are out of time, so I pray that you have been blessed. I pray that uh, it has been a good study for you, and I pray that you have shared it with somebody. Amen. Amen. I pray that you have shared it with someone. Listen, we're out of time, but we certainly not out of word, and Lord's willing. Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, we will see you on Sunday, amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, God, again for this day and for this time together, for what you have poured into me and that what you'd have allowed me to pour into your people. I pray, oh God, that you use this, this lesson, that fruit, in fact, would be produced in the soil of our lives, in the psyche of our minds, in our spirits, Bless and keep us by the presence, power of your Holy Spirit. We ask it in Jesus' name and for His sake. Amen and amen. God bless you. We love you. See you soon.